doing things in life for my family, being of service to my family, making my family proud, wanting to leave a mark on this world that my family can be proud of. Hi, I'm Jason Ramston, and I believe we can all work on leading a more positive and intentional life. And this show details my journey by sharing my learning, stories, and conversations with guests. If you want to lead a more intentional life focused on being the best you possible, please subscribe today. Now, let's get into today's episode. Hello, my positivity posse, and welcome to my supporters in Raleigh, St. John's, New Brunswick, Phoenix, Durham, Bremerton, Washington, San Diego, Gilbert, Arizona, and Seattle. I see you, my friends, and let me say you all are amazing. Thanks for being a part of my last 10 episodes. If you're a first-time listener, well, welcome to Positivity on Fire. If you like today's episode, please make sure to share it and tag me, underscore J-A-Y Ramsden, on most social platforms. We do not advertise, so the show only grows when you share it with others. Today, I'm taking a look at finding your voice which I have recently discovered for myself. I hope this episode resonates with you. So let's dive in. Well, for those longtime listeners of Positivity on Fire, you know I've been on a journey, and you might be saying to yourself, Jay, how in the world are you just now finding your voice? You have been producing a podcast for almost a year now, and it's true, I have. Being on a path to self-discovery and finding your voice are not the same thing. I think finding your voice is the end result of being on a path of self-discovery. So for me to say, yep, I've just now found my voice. Let me share what that process has been like. Let me share some tips for how you might be able to find your own voice is a lot different than me sharing my journey. Now, I believe 100% self-discovery journeys don't end. Think it's a lifetime. I think it's a lifetime thing. And I've only been on mine for about a year now. And finding my voice recently has been a huge breakthrough. Doesn't mean my journey's over. I'm going to continue to share. I'm going to continue to help people move forward. But when you discover your why, which I talked about in episode 41, when you discover your why, all of a sudden you discover your voice. And here's what it boils down to finding your voice is to add lasting, meaningful value to the world. Okay. In order to do that, you have to eventually find your voice. My friends, you have to find your voice. Now, interesting enough, if you do a little bit of research, if you like break it down, what does voice, where does voice come from? Like most English words, it comes from Latin and specifically the Latin word vocare. Vocare, so voice and vocation both come from vocare which means to call or to invoke. So now that I've discovered that my passion in life, my passion moving forward, and I guess it had always been there to some certain degree. I'm a big believer in helping others, but I believe, I really strongly believe in helping others and adding value to their lives by helping them solve complex and challenging problems. That's my voice. And I can do it in a way, I believe, based upon my own experience in life, the own, my own struggles, my own journey that I've been on. And I believe as well that in order for you to find yours, you have to clear a path. You have to clear a path for your voice to emerge, which means you have to remove the limiting beliefs in your life. And you have to get really, really clear. You have to have a clear mindset on what it is that you want 
to do in this world? What do you want to do? What is your purpose? What is your why? And once you find that, well, then, my friends, then you will find your voice. So what's the process to do this? Well, the process involves some journaling. So it's time to get your journaling on. So throughout this, throughout this episode, you may very well pause frequently and reflect. Now, if you're not a fan of journaling, that's fine. But as part of today's episode, that's going to be part of the exercise. You're going to have to find a pencil and a piece of paper and get comfortable with the process. All right. So there are 10. And I love this. It comes from the accidental creative. He offered up 10 ways that you can find your voice. And I believe that somewhere along the line today, as you're going through this podcast, and this may take you a little bit of time to get through today's episode, is you will find your voice or you'll start to consider what your voice may be. Question number one, what makes you angry? What really pisses you off? What gets you so fired up that you want to do something about it? Now, I'm not talking about pet peeves here, not the little things in life that bother you, not the toilet paper put on the wrong way, not the kids not putting their clothes away, kids leaving dishes in the sink, or traffic, or people not pushing their chairs. No, not the little things, right? Not the pet peeves. What is something big, something systemic that you feel like needs to change in order for the world to move forward? For me, for me, honestly, it is about impacting people's lives through kindness and positivity. I don't think there's enough kindness and positivity in the world today. And that's what makes me angry. It gets me so mad when I watch people be disrespectful, when I watch people not be kind, when I watch people have just such a poor attitude about life today. That's what gets me fired up. And that's that's one of the sole reasons that I do this show. It's the, one of the sole reasons I put a lot of content out there in social is that I want to make a difference in the world by impacting people's lives in a profound and positive way. Now, if you have if you have to pause, write that down, what angers you and you want to do some reflection, go ahead. I'll be here. I'll be waiting. There are nine other questions, though, where you might be able to find your voice. It doesn't always happen to be tied to being angry about something. So I want to make sure that you're clear on that. Question number two. What makes you cry? And don't sit there and tell me you don't cry. Everybody cries. Everybody has something that triggers them. For me, my, my family knows this. For me, you know, I could be sitting in front of a commercial. And if it has to do with, with family at all, no, the tears come. The tears come for me. So what makes me cry is not my family. So don't misunderstand. But doing things in life for my family, being of service to my family, making my family proud, wanting to leave a mark on this world that my family can be proud of. That brings tears to my eyes. So anything that has to do with family, anything that has to do with kids, anything that has to do with relationships, you know, I'm like a rom-com fan. So when Ted Lasso did his rom-communism, I was all over that. I'm a sucker for it. But I think down at the very bottom, like what gets me in the, in the feels, all in the feels, is relationships. And making relationships better. That's what gets me going. So number two, what makes you cry? Number three, what have you mastered? And don't say you haven't mastered anything in your life. You have. Just by virtue of being you, you have life experiences. You've mastered something in your life. So dig deep. 
what have you mastered? What skills, what tasks, what opportunities? What are things that you have done well that you can continue to pursue and give voice to? For me, I solve complex and challenging problems. I know that sounds kind of big, but I'm, I'm able to take really good information, lots of data, lots of different sources, listen to a lot of different people, distill it down and make it simple for people to understand. That's kind of my superpower. Well, my superpower is also being super kind and super positive, which you already know. But think about it. What have you mastered in your life? There's got to be something. So hit pause. Let's reflect and think about what have you mastered in your life that you can now bring voice to to other people. All right, number four, what gives you hope? There's got to be something that gives you hope in this world. And I know after 15 months, 16 months here in the pandemic, lots of things going on in the world, lots of upheaval, there has to be something that gives you hope. If you don't have hope, then we've got other things that we need to talk about. But what gives you hope in this world? What do you look forward to? What is your vision for the future? What does that look like? What is your vision for your family, your friends? for your neighborhood, for your state. Hope, my friends, is a very powerful motivator. Hope can drive you. So when you sit down and reflect, what gives you hope? For me, people give me hope. Humanity gives me hope. That may sound counterintuitive to what's happening in the world today, but I still believe at a very fundamental level that humanity is going to change the world. It, it has for centuries. It have, has since the beginning of time. I am hopeful that it will continue to do so. So what am I hopeful for? People. People like you. You're listening to the show. It gives me hope. Hopefully it gives you hope. I believe that together we can change. So number four, what gives you hope? Number five, what did you want to be when you grew up? Now for me, I wanted to be a baseball player when I grew up. Clearly not happening. I couldn't hit a curveball. That was my downfall. Probably some other downfalls as well, but I couldn't hit a curveball. What did you want to be when you grow up? Like, think back. What was it? What were you passionate about? I was reading a post today on social from somebody who said when people asked this one person and what they wanted to be when they grew up, the person said, I want to be happy. I want to be happy. They had no reason, no rhyme or reason for why they said they wanted to be happy. And then they went off and spent their entire life pursuing the idea of being happy. But it wasn't until they let go of the idea, right, the ideal, if you will, of being happy, that they actually truly became happy. So if you think about it for a moment, what do you want to be when you grow up? What did you want to be when you grow up? How does that play out now? Number six, if you had all the time and all the money in the world, what would you do? What would you be passionate about? What would your purpose be? Hint, it shouldn't be any different than what your purpose already is or what you're trying to discover your purpose to be. But if you had all the time and all the money, what would you do? I, I myself, personally, I'd found an institute, the Institute for Kindness and Positivity. Shoot, that may exist out there. I have no idea. But that is something that I believe in, right? That's, that's the power of my voice. I believe kindness always wins. I, I believe positivity in this world is something that we need. So if I had all the time and the money in the world, it would be to teach other people how to be kind and how to be positive, to have a whole program around it. I still may do that. I don't have a whole lot of money, but I still may find the time to make this happen. And so you need to figure out for yourself, if you had all the time and the money in the world, what would you do? Go ahead, press pause, do some reflecting. 
It's okay. I'll be here when you get back. Number seven, what would blow your mind? Now, I know this is a hard one to kind of wrap your head around here as we're in the middle of this, this episode, but what would blow your mind? Now, the suggestion here um, that I found in my research was take about an hour and list 40 things that would blow your mind if they happened. Now, you'll get to about 10, 12, 13, 15, and when you'll find difficult, you'll have trouble. You won't, you won't be able to process and move forward, but do it. List out everything in the world that would be a thrill for you. For me, what would blow my mind? Seriously, personally, would blow my mind would be a guest on Brene Brown's podcast. That would blow my mind. That's number one on the list. Well, maybe there's other things that are number one on the list. It's definitely my top five. That would blow my mind. So if somehow, somewhere, Brene, you're listening, give me a call. Number eight, what platform do you own? Now, let's be clear. Social media is not a platform that you own. So if you're already putting content on Instagram or Facebook or elsewhere, you don't own that. You don't pay for it, so you don't own it. But what platform do you currently own? If you don't, find one. For me, this podcast. I own this podcast. It's my platform. My website is my platform. The information that I put on social, I download and keep it for later for other purposes. So I own it. So make sure if you're posting stuff on social that you keep a copy. But what platform do you own? And if you're going to change the world, you have to have your own platform to do it. And I encourage you, as you find your voice, as you find your platform, as you find your purpose, as you find your why, put the content out there and keep going. Just because there won't be engagement in the beginning doesn't mean that people aren't listening. Doesn't mean people aren't watching. Doesn't mean people aren't finding value in what you're doing. Find a platform, put your voice out there, and go for it. Number nine, what change would you like to see in the world? So if you could identify one single big humongous goal for yourself, a goal for the world, what would you like to see happen before you left this earth? What would it be? Now here's the trick. Think big, but be super specific. There's a good chance you may not be able to lead this change. There may be a good chance that you're not the actual person, and that's okay. But the biggest change that you see in this world could be something that you could lend your voice to. Now, I think you know for me, like the biggest change I'd like to see in this world is that kindness and positivity prevail above all else. It's a lofty goal. I'm not necessarily the person who's going to make that change happen, but I'm cer certainly going to spend every breath that I have for the rest of my life lending my voice to it. Lending my voice to ensuring that people see that there's value and worth in what they do, to lifting others up, to lending a hand, to being kind whenever I interact with others, and to always be positive about what comes next in my life and in the life of others. That's the change I'd like to see in this world. And finally, number 10, if you had one day left on this planet, tomorrow you were going to expire. Today would be your last day to do anything. How would you spend it? What would that look like? What questions would you ask? What things would you do? What would you do with your time? Who would you see? For me, it would be spending my last day making somebody else's life better. That is how I would want to spend my last day on earth, is making somebody else's day better. Whether that was a smile, a cup of coffee bought, a kind word, a knowing glance, 
doing something for somebody that was unexpected, all in an effort to make this world a better place. That's how I would spend my last day. So think deeply. What is one thing or a series of things you would want to do on the last day? How would you spend it? Now, if you haven't been pressing pause and you want to dive in, I'll put these in the show notes so you have them. But just as a recap, here are the 10 things you can ask yourself to help you find your voice. What makes you angry? What makes you cry? What have you mastered? What gives you hope? What did you want to be when you grew up? If you had all the time and money in the world, what would you do? What would blow your mind? What platforms do you own? What change would you like to see in the world? And if you had one day left on this planet, how would you spend it? And if you've made it this far in this episode, know this. Your voice is important. We need your voice. Whatever your purpose is, whatever your why is, this planet needs you to speak up. They need you to find your voice and they need you to share. We need you. I need you. You need to do it for yourself. Engaging with the world around you will bring you more joy than you have ever known in your entire life and never, ever believe you have nothing to contribute. Your value and worth is more than you'll ever know. So don't give up your voice. Don't give up your contribution. Go find your voice and let's make this world a better place. Now, if you like today's episode, please give us a five-star rating wherever you listen and share this episode. Again, it's how this show's message grows. And finally, as I close every show, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you for being here, my friends. Your gift of time listening to this show means the world to me. It means more than you know. And as always, be well, be happy, be you. And until the next time, may your quest for positivity begin today. For more on my positivity quest, follow me at underscore J-A-Y Ramsden on Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter. If you liked today's episode, please give us a five-star rating and review on your favorite podcast app or visit podchaser.com and search for Positivity on Fire. Positivity on Fire is a production of Impact One Media, LLC. All rights reserved.